Hey, good afternoon, brethren, and those truly desirous to serve the Heavenly Father through Christ, um, or that may not know about the Heavenly Father or Christ, but you have um, struggles and battles with um, phobias, with um, disorders, with mental issues, um, you know, whether it's schizophrenia, whether it's being bipolar, um, you know, being moody in a way that's extreme that you can't control. Um, those are spirits, okay? Because unfortunately, one of the things that we deal with in a world that, you know, for those of us that abide and live in America, um, there's so many lies that exist. And the, we're in the last days, and we're in a spiritual battle. So the same way that the Heavenly Father is spiritual, and He's good, and He's all-powerful, the things that we deal with in life have a spiritual origin. That's, that's how we have life, um, the soul or spirit within us. And then you also have angels. You have good angels and evil angels. And the Heavenly Father oversees and controls them both. While in these last days, he gave this wicked world into the hand of Satan. That's why he was able to offer it to Christ. And now in these last times, the Lord is raising up true servants to be able to bring forth his word by his spirit. Not our own word and our own thoughts or our own glory. But to bring forth his word so that those that are his sheep can actually understand and deal with and fight and overcome in this spiritual battle. So just to bring out a quick point, we have the book of um, Revelation. Many go to Revelation and don't even know how to have their self and rule their spirit, have themselves in order or rule their spirit or have their children in subjection. Yet they're looking to teach the Bible and teach things that are profound in the Bible that they don't know or that they're parroting from false prophets or their own heart. And that's a problem because with that pride, demons are going to gravitate. They come to us regardless. They come in the form of thoughts. They come to stir up lust that's already in us, wicked desires that are already in us. So when it's... When we look at America, it's, the, it's called Babylon the Great, spiritual Sodom, spiritual Egypt, all places that dealt with abominable sins, idolatries, worshiping spirits and demons. So here in America, not only with, um, what is it, uh, Starbucks and their sort of, it's a word I want to say, their demonic symbol, but people are sitting there trying to isolate specific symbols and claim their origin anything that's not of the lord is going to be dealing with sin and the mark of the beast the beast is america and satan's children who rule america and have power in satan's world so they're not the only ones that demons inhabit but in america let's read where we have to be aware of our own thoughts and our and have control and rule our minds rule our spirit because you won't have the discipline to be a good husband you won't have the discipline to 
endure difficulties or a difficult day at work and then come home and deal with a woman that's also battling spirits, especially if she doesn't know that they're spirits and she's focused and showing that no man can tell her what to do and all the poison that's being pushed by America in these last days to bring everybody down when America's destroyed and when this wicked world is destroyed. They're looking to, Satan's looking to, you know, cap, capture anyone that he can. Okay? And the Lord allows that because that's the temptation in these last days, that we're going to serve the Lord, we're going to choose life and good, or this wicked world and sin and Satan of death and evil. Okay? And we see that people, unfortunately, by choosing evil, they're going to be like Saul, riddled with demons because he was full of hate and envy. When we read in First Samuel, the 18th chapter, the 9th and the 10th verse, that part of his judgment was that demons came upon him. And now you have a lot of our people. When I say our people, I mean the so-called blacks and the so-called indigenous people of the Americas, the Caribbean, and those of our people that are all, that continue to be scattered in all the four corners of the earth. So it's time that we wake up. And fortunately, the Lord gave us the Bible, which is Christ, which is light, which is truth, so that we can read in the scriptures exactly what it is that we need to learn and how we deal in this battle successfully in this battle of thoughts, this battle of spirits. And not give in to our carnal desires, our emotions, or the constant lies that we're being fed daily that have a spiritual satanic origin. That's why it's so successful. Let's read Revelation 18 and 2. It says, And he cried mightily with a strong voice, saying, Babylon the great is fallen, is fallen, and is become the habitation of devils. So here... The Lord is prophesying of how America is going to continue to decay because America's just had a trajectory that's upward. Everybody else is suffering famine. Everybody else is being devastated by war within the confines of their frontiers, within their boundaries and borders. But America has done more wickedly than all the other kingdoms that ever existed. Has the true Israelites in slavery. Um for centuries, just like ancient Egypt, America, spiritual Egypt, or Babylon the Great, the Lord names identifies America by different titles and labels that prove that Babylon had already fallen many centuries, seven centuries by the time where Revelation was written in 96 AD by John the Revelator. So we know this isn't speaking about ancient Babylon. This is a prophecy, and we're living in these times now. So let's continue, because it said, Babylon the great is fallen, is fallen, and has become the habitation of devils and the hold of every foul spirit. So you don't just have homosexuality here. You have liars. You have people walking around the streets of America where it's almost normal to have serial killers at any given time, several of them floating around the United States of America, Babylon the Great. Um, liars that basically are not condemned, but almost admired. Well, they know how to lie. I need to be more like them. Um, you see a commercial where 
this is such a satanic world, especially here in Satan's home base, America, Babylon the Great, that you can look at a commercial that's supposed to be to help people with arthritis or help um, people that are having Alzheimer's. And then the whole commercial is telling you what ways this will have adverse effects and side effects and how many ways it can kill or destroy you and your organs while they'll show people, you know, celebrating as if they, by taking some random medication, are going to have a more fulfilling life and be out with their families and strolling in a beach and walking hand in hand with their wife. So we're so accustomed to being deceived satanically that we don't even identify, you know, the demonic things that we see because it's shrouded in deceit. It's shrouded in lies. And even let's let's continue here. So it says in the hold of every foul spirit in a cage of every unclean and hateful bird. So any spirit, the spirits kind of soar and, and, and jump from place to place in the way that a bird would. So the scriptures are showing us it, it identified the foul spirit. So it's not some random, you know, cage or bird. The bottom line is that the scriptures are showing us that here in Babylon, the great America, that it's completely consumed by wicked spirits. So that's why, I mean, not only the aspect of violence, but when we read in the scriptures, we see that Christ had cast, um, you know, a woman that had seven demons of, of fornication. She, she had spirits that made her basically be, you know, uh, constantly sexual. So, because that's a way of life here to be promiscuous, to be whorish, to not have any morals, to the only thing many, many women, especially young women, know how to do. They don't want a kid. At best, they'll get a dog. And they're so consumed with demons, all they really know how to do is buck up against truth. But because they don't know the word, they don't know the Bible, they've only either heard or resisted lies from religion so they've never been actually taught by their parents or truly in the scriptures to know, hey, if I have these sexual desires, I'm going out every night, I'm going to spring break, I'm going here, there, and, and sleeping around, that's abominable. That's a wicked thing. That's, that's a definition of a whore. So rather than get offended, it's time to actually learn about the Lord and see not only that religions are lies, but we're constantly fed many lies even if we escape the lies of Christianity. But the word of the Lord is true and has nothing to do with Christianity. And that's why, let's get on John 6 and 63. Because the Bible isn't just some book or book written of men. How will you base your life on a book written about men? Well, if you're following Christianity, obviously you're following men and not the Bible. Because the Bible condemns these false entities that claim to be Christ or to bring forth Christ or to follow Christ. You can, you can use the word Christ in Christmas. You can use it in Christianity. It doesn't mean that those things are not idolatrous and abominable and against the actual biblical Jesus Christ. Because they are. And in, Math, and in Matthew 24, verse 3 to verse 5, one of the things that we're warned, the first sign of the times, the first clues that Christ gave us to let us know that we'd be in the last days is that there would be many false Christs. There'd be many 
institutions, people, entities claiming to be Christ or claiming to speak for Christ or to be a part of Christ or, or to, to be holy and, and with Christ, and they're not. So by learning the scriptures, we know how to avoid these lies and ultimately save our souls. Um, so we're going to read John 6.63. And this is the 1611 King James Version Bible. And it says, it is the spirit that quickeneth. The flesh profiteth nothing. The words that I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. Therefore, when we read the Bible, when we think about the Bible, we can't think about the Bible in terms of religion or in relationship to things that are made of men. That's why every single religion, you can go to its origin and there's a man um, that originated it, whether it's Islam and um, Muhammad and, and what is it? Uh, he was born in 611 AD. You can trace Islam and its origin to him. It didn't exist before him. Uh, C.J. Russell, Jehovah Witnesses, didn't exist in, prior to 18, the 1870s, around 1873. Um, Mormons, Joseph Smith. So every religion isn't of the spirit of the Lord. That's why you can trace its origin to men. But the word was here in the beginning. That's why the Lord said in the beginning, the Lord said, let there be light. And light came forth and it was good. It was made to the specifications of what the Lord commanded. So when it was just him and Christ in the start of the creation. So these are things that we have to learn because if not, we will fall and continue to fall. And not only us as men who are supposed to be the head of the house in word, in, in deed, not just word, I'm a man, you're gonna respect me. Yo, don't talk to me that way. Well, we have to, we have to walk worthy of serving the Lord. We have to walk as Christ walked. We have to walk as Abraham walked. We have to walk in righteousness, in the word. And above all, Christ is our example. So we have to follow the word, which also is Christ, not men, <coughs> excuse me, not men teaching the Bible, not demons that guide people to religion. Because as we're speaking about the Lord's spirit and spirits, you have the battle that we fight is not, um, you know, to get your kid into a good college or to overcome oppression as, as, as the true children of Israel or in this world we're known as black people. Let's read this. This is Ephesians 6 verse 12. It says, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. So not only in America where it's the cage of every foul and unclean spirit, and this whole planet Earth, that's why Satan in Matthew chapter 4, verse 1 to verse 11, he offered this earth, the kingdoms in the earth, in the past during the time that Satan was there alive with Christ, and the, the future world. Today, America is the greatest Gentile kingdom ever because they combined not only the wealth, but unfortunately the wickedness of Satan. So it's the most wicked kingdom to ever live, but it's also the mightiest in this wicked world today. And it, it every everything about this world is dealing with witchcraft. Even when you look at entertaining um 
you know, movies or TV shows for kids, everything has some demonic origin. You look at the dollar bill, there's an all-seeing eye on it that goes back to ancient Egypt and their idolatry and the worship of Satan. You know, but rather than know all the names of the demons and Osiris and all this stuff or study that or be, oh, well, you know, whoever gets to tell their side of the story is right. So, I'm, I'm, you know, we're African. No, we're not African. But you're not, if you, if you don't learn the scriptures, you're going to, with your own pride or your own blindness from this wicked world and all its lies, and rejecting the Bible because you associate it with Christianity when it actually condemns Christianity, literally. Throughout the Bible, it condemns Christianity and having images or having crosses. When you read in Acts uh, 17, verse 24 and verse 25, also down to verse 29 that we can't worship the Lord with physical things. And the fact that the Lord, knowing that he would punish us and allow our enemies to rule over us because we didn't want to serve him obediently, so he allowed us and forced us to serve our enemies as punishment and those that hate us. And Deuteronomy, well, Leviticus 26, verse 14 down to verse 17, Deuteronomy 28, verse 47 and verse 48, um, Revelation 13, verse 9 and 10. You have many scriptures that prove and, and show, even in the past, we were under the Romans during the time of Christ. We were in Roman captivity. So what we have to realize is that we're not just fighting against our oppressors. This is a spiritual battle as well. And that's where our people, their whole goal is just to show that they have value in many cases. Or if you can't beat them, join them, or to show that they're worthy to be respected or to sit at the same table as our oppressor. When they're missing the whole point, we have to please our creator. And also, while we are learning right from wrong, there's many other battles that are happening. That's why it was important that we read, we read Ephesians 6 and 12, because there's spiritual wickedness in high places. So, not only at the highest level, so... Those that run all the TV networks or the radio stations, that's why they promote certain things. That's why you, 24 hours a day you're getting all these um, you know, doctors to tell you to come to their offices. If you, are you bipolar? Um, you know, do, you, do you hear voices? You, know, you, you, you need to get medicated. You need to come and doctors will help you to sort through your life. No, that's, that's a lie. That you, you, you're not going to be able to. They, they can't help you. They haven't helped you and they won't help you. Um, you know, I, I know professional, you know, co-workers that had panic attacks and, um, by the Lord's grace with scriptures, I was able to help them or, or show them that this is a spiritual battle. And in some cases I actually witnessed it because this, you, what are you going to do if you, you can have the best job, you overcame all type of obstacles and feel that you completed, you know, um, your one of your main goals to finish college or to go to college or to graduate from high school, whatever whatever your goals are to, you know, get earn your doctorate. But as it says here in Proverbs four twenty three, and we'll have to pause, but you can continue. You can contact us um, at www.thetruththebible.com, and our email is brethren at thetruththebible.com, and we even have a phone number. Um, you you can continue to add to your learning, but mainly join to the Heavenly Father, you know, and pray to Him that He help you in this spiritual battle because you you this isn't a 
battle or to, to, to challenge you. This is telling you how it is and proving it. This is Proverbs 4 and 23. What are you going to do? What can we do if our mind isn't right? And let's, this is Proverbs 4 and 23. It says, keep thy heart with all diligence. It means the greatest responsibility that we have is to keep our heart, our mind, and make sure that we're not going crazy, that we're not being controlled by spirits, and that also we rule our spirit. We rule our emotions. Or if demons jump on us and we already have a temper, now we're getting violent because we have that added spirit that, or spirits that are controlling us. We, we have to know what we're doing in this life. And we don't have the power to do it on our own. That's why Christ said, unless you abide in me and I in you, you're not going to be able to do nothing. What are you going to do? What are you going to do if your kid has spirits in them? What are you, what are you going to go on vacation? You're going to have a good day at work? What are you going to do? Nothing. You got to call it work that your kid stabs somebody or try to rape some girl or some girl, you know, try to, you know, drown her, her classmate in the pool or in the pond outside the school or something. There's nothing that, what can you, we're, without the Lord, we're truly vulnerable and helpless in a world full of spiritual battles and those spirits are more powerful than us. And we want to link to the right spirits, the Lord's spirit which is tangible and which is found and verified in the Bible. That's why he gave us the word. Okay, the Bible doesn't exist because man is good or it's a book made up of men. The Bible exists because it confirms the word of the Lord before it was made into a book by him and translated by him when you read in Isaiah 28 and 11. Or Malachi, the third chapter in the 16th to the 18th verse. So we're going to pause here, but let's finish up. So it says, keep thy heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. So life and death are not only in the power of our tongue and what we say, but mainly coming forth from our minds. So if we have spirits controlling us, so we're just influenced by the television or music, or we're just following this wicked world and not even knowing what's good from bad we're following styles every style in this world is wicked whether it's a bald head whether it's tattoos these are all breaking commandments even though they're least commandments you know it's not the same as thou shall not kill if you get a tattoo but if you break the least commandments and teach men so you're not gonna inherit the heavenly father's kingdom you're not gonna be in christ's kingdom who is the heavenly father's chosen son so it's time to wake up and start to identify good from evil, okay? And fight this fight of faith with the right thoughts and the right mind. All honor, praises, and glory to our almighty Heavenly Father and His Word in our life. And that's through His Word in our life, Jesus Christ. Okay? Peace.